This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty dang cheap. Check it out. See what I've done for others and see what we can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Hi, Jen. This is Paul from Florida. I just called to say you sounded exactly like Megatron from Transformers at the end of the last episode. Um, bye. I guess that's really all I have to say. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening. Episode 92 brought to you the week of January 6th. It's the first show of 2009. <gasps> yeah, it's awesome. It's it's unbelievable that we've lasted two whole years. But uh, Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host. My name is James, and my co-host is here. And I'm Trevor, and I'm not wearing any pants. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and there went our clean rating, folks. <laughs> wow. Mental images. What are you wearing? Why are you not wearing pants? It's If, if people were on the forums, they'd get the inside joke. Oh, so wow. all the forum people are laughing now. But the people on the outside uh, mm-hmm. should have been in the forums. All right. So there's your call from Trevor. Get on the stinking forums, people. <laughs> Give the program. I'm on the forums and I still don't get the joke. No, I think I made the joke. I said you made the joke, so. I don't remember what I write. <laughs> I'm so dang popular online. It's hard to keep track of it all. Uh, opening story today. Hey, Jay Kinney and T, I don't remember your last name. That's because he hasn't no, that's given it. I did, that's because I didn't give it because <laughs> that way I'd be stalked. Yeah. Because, because just yeah, he, yeah. And if you were going to be stalked, um, pantsless Trevor is never going to be stalked. Uh, just thought you guys might like a New Year's story to open your first show of '09. So this happened around four years ago, the dawning of '05. So I was 12 at the time. Every year we have a bonfire at my frat friend Matt's house. We run around, talk, count down the new year, and so on. It's always good fun. I like to point I'd like to point out that the only lighting in the very large yard at the time was the fire. The rest was pretty dark. Uh, it had just struck midnight a few minutes ago, and my friends and I were all playing with some silly string. Me being the young straight A genius that I am, I thought it'd be a good idea to spray some in my friend Clara, who I had a crush on, to spray some in her hair. Needless to say, she was not happy. Sensing danger, my instincts took over. And I ran the heck away. Uh, she, yeah, she chased me around the yard uh, with me just managing to keep away on purpose, I'm sure. Uh, hearing her slow down, I turned my head to take a look behind me when suddenly, smack, I'm on the ground, head swimming. I stumble back to my feet with my hand over my eye. I feel something wet there and I pull my hand away and it's covered in white eye juice. I'm kidding. I, I made that up. God, that's so gross. Oh. <laughs> I pull my hand away and it's covered in blood. (laughs) Oh, you see, because it was dark, I hadn't seen the wooden swing set in the yard with a crossbar perfectly at eye level. I was rushed to the emergency room where I got 22 stitches. Talk about talking about starting the new year with a bang, huh? Oh, wait, that deserves one of these. Thank you. Uh, Starting the new year with a bang. Anyway. Uh, ever since then, Matt's parents have been sure to keep the yard well lit, and they offer me a helmet every year. They basically just uh, start more fires, which is really safe, and it keeps the running to a minimum. It's become well, and, and you, 
you can see better with all the fires going. You, you have to avoid the fires. You have to run slower in order to do that. You yeah. see, it, it's all safety. And then they start playing, you know, the theme from. Uh, I don't even remember the name of this nah, joke. Ruined. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Chariots of fire. Okay. Dead gum, y'all. You don't get a drum roll if you blow the joke. That's all I got. That's all I got. I didn't get any laughs. Anyway, um, it's become one <laughs> yeah. of those things where we all look back and laugh about a running joke among my friends. Running joke. <laughs> where I need a helmet for everything. And Clara <laughs> is hazard to people's health. She and I are actually together now, by the way. Yeah, I would imagine. I've gotten some uh, common sense back uh, since then, uh, though I do forget things now. And or then uh, this is from Carlos in Tampa, Florida. Thank you so much. I just want to comment on this real quick before we move on. I heard her slow down behind me. You don't say those kinds of things about a girl you want to start dating, because if you can <laughs> hear her slow down, that as David would say, that that's that girl got some meat on her. So <laughs> it's, it's it sounded like this: chicha boom, chicha boom, chicha boom, chicha boom, chicha boom. So. <laughs> The ground didn't shake as much as she started to slow I'm thinking, down. I'm thinking, and now maybe it's one of those urban myth things, but isn't Silly String like highly flammable? I, I thought that's been, where the story was going, to be honest. That's yeah. what I thought, too. But no. Nope. You know, I sprayed her with some Silly String. She caught on fire. Yeah. She's dead now. It's, it's like one it, of those it's, those old 50s uh, Western thing with the, with a trail of uh, gunpowder that, you know, that or a, or a uh, yeah. God dang it. Yeah. All right. This no, uh, no. show is sponsored by. Wait, wait, that, what? Next, next week, I want you to have a sound effect that goes wah wah. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. I deserve it. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, anyway, uh, this show is brought to you by, uh, of course, Draw Your Picture, but also a few wonderful listeners. Korea, of course. Thank you so much for your continued support. Uh, Perry G. He says, I'm donating to help sponsor a show because I finally found a podcast that I can share with my 12-year-old son, Max. So, Perry and uh, and son, Max, thanks for listening and thanks for helping us out. We'll get a sticker out to you sometime in the next three years. And uh, also brought to you today by Julian L. He says, please visit retributionstudios.ca. Uh-oh, representing Canada. I'm assuming Yo. I'm assuming that's yeah. Key. yeah. Uh we're a new independent game development company working on our first game. Any support would be appreciated. He told me a little bit about it and it sounds really good, but unfortunately it sounds a lot like solitaire. So, yeah. Now, now with a name like Julian, did 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 you have ongoing conversations? Are you sure that this is a, a dude? dude? It's a dude. Okay. If you'd like Maybe to talk that. to Julian about video game development, he's on our forums. His username is Morbid, so check him out. That's oh, RetributionStudios.ca. So, figure it out. I'm not spelling it for you. Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. Um, we got a little bit of tough shed for you this week uh, with the weekly update. I don't have really anything funny. It's more of a weekly update, weekly update, just like a standard update about my week. Just, just, just facts. Yeah, about Jane. Just so. facts. Um, I woke up at seven a.m. No, uh, I just <laughs> I had breakfast. I it ate, was good. I ate cinnamon toast crunch with stripes. No, uh, I am. I was asked a while back by a guy named Stephen Schleicher, greatest last name in the planet besides Knipper, uh, but I was asked by him to write a theme song or to contribute to a contest 
for a theme song for a show, Major Spoilers, which can be found at Majorspoilers.com. It's a podcast about comic books. And and there's it's full of spoilers and therefore the name. Great show. It's awesome. Uh every now and then a little cursy, but that's okay. Um at least they don't say tough shed, like for real. But um I submitted a song and long story short, it was one of the ones selected, and you can now hear it at the end of every one of their shows. And uh yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I, I would like to play it right now. What do you Why think? Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? All right, here we go. Uh, let me load it up here. And here it goes. Fat Dick's Ray Vision of a Superman. I could save a few bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the stand. But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, they kicked my butt out on the corner. What a major spoiler, what a major spoiler. Found a better way If I was hulking green or gray I could just bust through That brick wall Take their comic books away But then the little meat Would deal With all the tanks And bombs and guns Have you ever tried To read a series With all that going on Guess I need to Rethink this plan How would I back and board My comics With such huge chance? Guess I already told ya What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Bob Stark Raven reads like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the hard cold To follow an entire storyline Would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fine bee In the Middle East With a King Santo and soldier what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler Alright, there it is. So yeah, a little self-serving, but um, it was selected, and uh, it's it's kind of an honor. So go check it out, Major Spoilers, at uh, Majorspoilers.com, and wait till the end, and they'll play it for you. So they've been playing a beta version that didn't have the same lyrics or a third verse about Iron Man. Uh, so. Or a I was man dancing. of iron. You I was were, dancing during the whole thing, I, I don't want to so. know this. I don't want to know this. You have you have no pants on and you're dancing. It's just too much for me. Uh, part two of my weekly update is I have a beard. I have a beard now. And um, that shocks some people because uh, many of you join us on Stickham or Ustream and you've seen me and I've had a naked chin. Uh, he wears no pants. I have a naked chin, but now naked I, chin. now I look, apparently one of our listeners said, I look like every guard that's been in every MMO ever created. And so for all those world of Warcraft people, more work. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but no, my beard update, I may update us on it every week. It may become a new segment in the show because my beard has apparently grown enough to where the hairs have curled back in against my face and they poke my face and basically say uh cut us cut the freaking beard off your face <laughs> which is insane because they're little suicidal little twerps and um they it's been it's been scratchy 
And somebody on Twitter said, don't you mean itchy? I said, no, I don't mean itchy for the love. I know what's going on. This thing's curling back around. It's scratching the crap out of my face. So, yeah, it's scratchy. Um, Actually, with the the whole hair uh, curling back in on you, I can relate on that. Because the other day, I actually – here's a weekly update thing. I cut my hair. Um, (laughs) I keep my hair really short. So I actually cut it with a – just a, a trimmer. And a three eighths inch um, blade. You cut or, your uh, own hair. I do. You know, no, I heard it said eight, one time that a man that cuts his own hair has a full fur barber. But that's just me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does that deserve Any- one? Okay. <sighs> anyway, the um, after I was done cutting uh, cutting my hair, I was uh, grabbing a quick shower, and on my finger. As I was just rubbing uh, the soap on my hands, it, it all of a sudden hurt like heck, Ooh. And, and and I couldn't figure out why. And I looked, you know, I couldn't see anything. And I actually looked down at my hand, and I had what can only be described as a hair splinter. Ah, <laughs> a, a, a little piece of hair. It actually dug itself into into my finger like a splinter, and it was like, oh, I mean, it was just minusculely tiny and, and it somehow embedded itself in my skin. That is the so weirdest very tough hair. That is the that is the weirdest lie I've ever heard. That's weird. Hey listen here, scratchy beard boy. <laughs> I mean, I'd almost believe it if it wasn't so weird. Oh. Um the, the my last week up wiki wiki update. This is actually an update that anyone can edit. Uh, my wiki update is about <laughs> Jenna uh, my daughter. That deserved a dump bump. Come on. Oh, come on. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to make people pull their headphones out of their ears too much. Oh yeah, true enough. You already yeah. lost the uh, space sound because of that. That's so. true. And we lost the canyon people uh, last week, so <laughs> we don't want to do it. Um, so yeah, uh, we got a Wii Fit for Christmas, and uh, I said this. Uh, th- I said it this way on Twitter. Uh, Wii Fit is strong enough for a man, but it is made for my four-year-old daughter because that girl has used that thing more than any of us. She has logged literally an hour and a half at least every day since we got it. She knows how to work all the menus and all this kind of stuff. And I only bring it up because uh, otherwise it would just be one of those, why is he telling us cute stuff that's only cute to him? Um, I got on it today and I was doing the walk across the rope thing where you just kind of sway back and forth. And my four-year-old daughter sits and watches me and makes me nervous. And so our roles are completely reversed. She's judging me. She's like a genius at this stuff. She's figured it all out. She's advanced, triple advanced. She's jumping over these little bitey things on the rope and all this. And and I fall and I get bit and I fall off the rope. And she's like, well, dad, are you bending your knees? You're, you're not supposed to jump off of the of the of the thing and you know you have to be balanced when you jump dad and she's telling me all this stuff i'm like i know how to do it gosh <laughs> leave me alone buddy you butthead leave me alone. i mean i was reverted and so anyway no i was nice to her but it's just kind of kind of weird she is really really good at it all she has all the games unlocked and if in her big thing right now is she's trying to stare at this candle and it says focus on the candle and and don't and try not to move and that way the the flame won't flicker and she can't quite do it to her own satisfaction and mm-hmm. we we kind of feel guilty because it's this it's this focus thing you know she and and I'm like you know just just summon the spirits honey just focus on the demons and and they will help you and uh, <laughs> so anyway I don't know she she doesn't listen to me anyway that's all I got man go ahead your turn I see Focus on the candle. Focus I, uh, on the. 
happens. Well, it's it's the only part that talks about any kind of find your inner strength or any of the mysticism type stuff. And and Jen's like, should we let her play it? And I'm like, come on, it's a video game, and um, it it's a candle, and you're supposed to sit still. You're not really doing anything, you know. And uh, but when she started floating off the floor three inches, then I yeah. kind of wished I thought it through. Yeah. And when she had sucked herself into the candle on the TV, then that would. Yeah, when she was, there's just nobody there. They're here. <laughs> They're here. Poltergeist moment. All right. So, yeah. What do you got, Trev? What do you got? So actually, which actually leads into a nicely, nice segue into uh, one of my weekly updates. Well, thank you. I do what I can. Oh, well, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Uh, our youngest daughter, Mackenzie, um, is still in a crib. And, like, right now, she's still in her crib right now. Was she 12 now? How old is she? <laughs> she's two and a half. Oh, okay. But, um, anyway, the other day, I went into her um, into her room because I kind of heard her making some noise. Looking it was after she'd pants. gone to bed. <laughs> Sorry. What was that? <laughs> Looking for some pants. <laughs> I was wearing pants at the time. Good. I, I tend to do that around my children. I don't want to scar them. Um. I can scar you, James. It's okay, but but not 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 my kids. I care for them too much. Good. <laughs> I walked into uh, into her room, and lo and behold, on first initial look, there was no baby. There was no Mackenzie, hmm. which was you know odd because she's in a crib, she can't get out of it, and well, I put her in there. And uh, upon closer examination, she had somehow managed. It, we just have she doesn't sleep with a blanket because she doesn't care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just has a crib sheet on there, and she had somehow managed to crawl underneath the crib sheet. So all it was was just this mat, this baby shaped mound <laughs> on top of the bed. <laughs> and for the and for the love, I mean, I I went out. It's like and, and a moment of panic because you know my baby's dying and suffocating underneath this thing, even though I mean, she's gooey and gawing underneath there, but mm-hmm. daddy moment. So I go in there and I go to get her out. And, and I actually, and like all four corners were still on the crib sheet. Like she hadn't lifted it off. She like, it was still attached to the crib just where it should be. Wow. And she had, and, and I actually, I couldn't like, I, so I just tried to lift it up. I figured it's loose. I couldn't get her out without actually taking the blanket off. So I have no idea how she did it. She's a magician baby. <laughs> she just teleported. She, she stared at the candle and then appeared. Did you smell shit. sulfur in the air? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Because yeah, Nightcrawler, bam. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's pretty awesome. And, and for my next and then, trick, and, <laughs> I'll make her reappear. Ah, oh, crap. Poof. Just turn around for a second. That's cool. Uh, I, I just I love the the links a Canadian child will go to to not freeze to death in the middle of the night. Since you guys won't give her anything to cover herself up with, so that's great. Well, it's a great story. You know, well, I mean, telling well that's yourself. how that's how you toughen them up for the for the elements. That's what we the can negative, survive the minus the negative thirty. Negative fifty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just throw them out in the back with a knuck knuck the Eskimo and rough it. <laughs> okay, you go out now, and you go out with with the polar bear. That's and, right. And, and don't and you I'm know? Offending people. <laughs> yeah, go out there with. Yeah, we're trying to grow our Canadian audience, not alienate them. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I'm bringing them in, bringing them in. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Fruben, about my accent. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the, uh, 
another child related uh, weekly update um, was actually happened just a couple hours ago. Um, we just finished supper. My wife had come in, and we're very careful about not swearing around our children or anything because I mean we don't want them to well pick up bad words. And uh, you know, and, and as has been evidenced, I occasionally will let one slip. Um, my wife was coming up the stairs. She um, stubbed her toe on the on the step or whatever, and she let out. And she said, "Shed," or you can imagine from if you listen to last week's show. <laughs> and Brianna comes down the hallway, looks at her, and says, "Mum, shed is a bad word." And she said the word. So <laughs> it's one of those. It's like, yeah, okay, you're correct. I can't fault you. You said something I don't want you to say. There you go. But you said it in the correct context, so I can't get mad. So here's a lollipop, sweetie. <laughs> so parenting tips by Trevor, a new segment on the show. Wear pants around your kids and don't mm-hmm. swear around them. Those, and, other than and, that, anything's fair game. Throw them, give throw them, them to the kids or else they'll make their own. You know, they can talk through, uh, uh, you know, teddy bears and uh, named Shadow and, uh, and all that stuff. Shadow. So, there you go. Uh, Trevor may be one of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! He may be one of the many tools of the devil. Now, LBB of the week, real quick. Uh, we do always have user-submitted LBBs, but real quick, mine is, there's no story attached to it or anything. I don't want to bore you with the details. Uh, my personal LBB of the week are anybody, the people, who jump from behind you in line when the cashier next door says, can I help the next person in line? Not the person at the end of the line. The next person who would have been next if the person in front at the cash register wasn't a moron and taken forever. Or if it wasn't a lady that had to individually pay for each item with a different credit card. You know, these people behind you just jump over and, and oh, it's irritating. So there you go. That's the LBB of the week. The official Can I one. help the next the next person in line or the next person who can get to me. Yeah, can I help is, the, the most like a preschooler adult? Can I help the yeah, person that's, that's, that has got the most me first mentality in the planet? Can I help someone who thinks they're at an airport? You know, people know that I that's, think airports. That's like what they that. hear. They hear, can I help the next person who can, who can, can I help you? Can I help the no, fastest no, person? The yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I, that happens here too. Plenty. Bruh. Brah. Anyway, okay. This is hey James and Trevor. This email is is in response to the Chrome toilet brush. I am a twenty year old American Canadian. I don't like that. How do you how are you supposed to say that? American Canadian. It's it's a made up word, so we can say Uh, it however. No, no, it makes sense. American Canadian. There we go. I said it right. I I just pronounced the I too much. American. You know, a merry Canadian. It was like this Canadian that was like, hey, everybody, I'm so happy, happy, happy. A merry Canadian. Okay. All right. <laughs> dang gum, I love it up here. It's so dang cold. <laughs> all right. You. Um, <laughs> Canadians always sound Southern when I imitate them. I am a 20-year-old American Canadian that loves your show and uh, does now own an actual iPod that is not a Zune. Since uh, Marcel is secure enough to air my dirty laundry, then I will email my favorite podcast about something that happened to me when I was 10. Uh, Marcel and I owned um, uh, twin puppies named Shadow and Marsesa. 
They were identical black puppies, and we always got them confused with each other, even to the point where I accidentally took him to Canada with me. And I'm petting him now. Back to the what? story. Yeah. Where, 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 Just we, let it go, Trevor. I can't understand it either. He still yeah, has this you. dog. They must have just traded permanently. It's like <laughs> it's like parent trap except with black dogs. Back to the story. He was obsessed with Shadow till the day he ran away. Despite his parents' attempts to buy him a new one when his birthday came around, he was still depressed about him. So I gave him a stuffed puppy that looked exactly like Shadow. It's <laughs> great. You know, so I, I'm glad it wasn't his dad that died. So I made him a stuffed life-size version of his dad so he could prop it up in his room in the dark. Anyway, he spent two whole months. He took care of that thing like it was real. Turns out that Shadow had actually run down the street and into the doggy door to my grandma's house. She had taken care of him all that time. After I mentioned it, she gave him to me so I could give him back. So I devised a plan. I carried Shadow into his house inside my book bag. I took the stuffed puppy and replaced it with the real Shadow. After a while, he finally noticed that his stuffed dog had teleported into his room and landed in front of the fireplace. I believe he cried over that dog. Hope this makes it on the show. Love ya, Hannah. And then P.S. Shadow's always watching Trevor. Um, I only have one comment. The reason why this made it as the LBB is because Grandma, Grandma's the LBB in the story, Grandma found this dog and kept it for months. And apparently Grandma doesn't talk to the family (laughs) or communicate at all. Nobody has visited Grandma. Nobody talked to her and told her the story. She, she, and then somebody took the dog from her. So I guess they could be LBB too. And then I don't understand how this is in response to the chrome toilet brush story. <laughs> so I'm a little No, confused. no, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I okay, got it. Go for it. See, that would have been the week that my weekly update was about how Brianna had, I had started talking to my daughter through I her stuff, Dad. Well, Shadow. Okay. There we go. All I right. found it. Now, now, Grandma, on the other hand, I'm thinking... She's all. She's sitting there in her house with her fourteen cats and rocking in her rocking chair, and she's saying, "Why wasn't anybody talk to me?" And then the dog came. It's like I'll show them. I'll just keep their dog. Oh, Come man. see Grandma. Now, see, I have a different spin. Grandma's sitting there all alone, um, save for a doggy door in her door. For some reason, she has one. <laughs> Okay. stray dogs yeah, to come just, by. <laughs> and she's sitting there and she's talking to Jesus. And she's like, oh, I'm so lonely. Won't you just bring me home? If you can send someone as a sign to let me know that I am loved and cared for. And then in comes Shadow, right? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. And she keeps this dog and she loves it. She doesn't even think that it might possibly look like anybody else's dog. Even though she's seen these dogs and communicated with these dogs. This dog is special. It's unique. It's awesome. She names it Chub Chub. And she loves Chub Chub so much. Until the day her dumb grandson comes over and says, hey... That's Shadow! And takes him away. And Grandma sits in that chair and just never speaks again until the day they bury her. And she stares at the doggy door waiting for Shadow, waiting for Chub Chub <laughs> so to come Jesus, back. So, Jesus, I guess you don't love me after all. <laughs> you only love me en- enough to keep me a friend for two months. That's how much you love me. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Hey, let's do some news. <laughs> News. All right. Um, the only thing I wanted to say, and I say that a lot, but the one thing I do want to say is uh, 
newsworthy news anyway is uh, that you need to send us and I'm ta- not talking to you Trevor I'm talking to people out there listening you you folks uh, me. send us we want to do a theme show called middle school drama it's long overdue so all you middle school listeners all you grown-ups all you college kids all you peoples all you moms all you pastors all you youth kids all of whoever listens um, everybody's got a middle school story. Everybody's got horrible, horrible, horrible stories. Uh, and then if you're in middle school, this is your open invitation to send the crappiest stuff you've got. Everything is open. Uh, send us your stories, and as soon as we have enough to fill a show, we're going to do it. So you've got probably two or three weeks. Um, Trevor, uh, you can also bring, you know, th- i got plenty of stories. Most of them are really good, sad nothing and depressing. Nothing good can come of this. Nothing good Not can come of this. Not a darn thing. But it's time. It's time. I think I think everybody who's listened since like show six or whatever is nodding their heads going, oh, yeah. Why didn't I think of this? Well, that's not what they, we pay you for. We want you to listen. That's all you have to do. And send in a middle school drama story. So uh, I, I, before I get tempted to tell you a couple, let's move into some middle school drama. Who, me? <laughs> After this, we get to take a break and I get to cough. It's going to be awesome, but I'm not going to cough until then. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I didn't want to cough so bad. Hey, James and Trevor. It's Harashi from the forums, formerly known as Kenneth. Um, anywho, I thought I would tell a story about an encounter with what would possibly be the worst life form in the planet. I love the way middle schoolers over-exaggerate everything. I was doing some welding in my school's welding shop when a nat- when nature called, so I went to the designated station for such emergencies. Mind you, this restroom is the size of a broom closet. When I get in, I first wash the soot off my face and hands, and then he's got OCD in parentheses. Uh, when I turn around to do my business, I spot a massive tarantula at the base of the toilet. I was able to deduce that this was a real deal spider when I saw it cleaning its front feelers. I don't, mm. I don't think they're called feelers. I know what you're talking about. It's like those giant, they look like teeth, but they have hair on them. It's mouth. Yes. I think spiders like that big have a legitimate mouth. So, and fangs. As opposed to small spiders, which have no mouth? They just have a little dot somewhere, you know? <laughs> they just do. But I'm talking about, if you can see inside of it, it's a legitimate mouth. Uh, immediately, arachnophobia set in, which I didn't know could actually just be on you. I thought you either had it all the time or not. But anyway, and no, I don't know. It, it, jump, it jumps off of the feelings of tarantulas. <laughs> it does. It's it's radiating <laughs> out. Um, immediately, arachnophobia set in, and I began to panic. I could either get out of the restroom immediately without relieving myself, unacceptable, or I could flank the monster. Do you even know what flank means? Unfortunately, that was the only choice I had. Yeah, I know what it means, but I don't think this middle schooler does. I finished, and I ran out of the restroom without bothering to tell anyone about the massive spider, mostly just wanting to forget the ordeal. In summation, the wildlife in Texas sucks. And, uh, yeah. Here's my my problem. Go ahead, Trevor, and then I'll I'll mention mine. Yeah, now my my problem with that, now, speaking as a man who's not wearing pants... If, if if I was in a situation where there was a massive tarantula sitting at the base of, of a place where I'm to relieve myself, yeah. the last thing in the world I am going to do is expose myself exactly. in any shape or form. Exactly. That was my whole point. That was my whole point. 
I, uh, I no no no. Nah. I run screaming like a little girl at that point. Yeah, he, I believe. he might decide to jump and then and get me. <laughs> yeah, and and that is just something I never want. And we're a clean show. We are a clean show. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna elaborate uh, more than this. I just I don't want anybody tap dancing on me. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that is off limits. I don't I'm, want no arachnophobia being set on me. <laughs> I am saving myself for for marriage, and I ain't marrying no tarantula. So, you keep your cooties off of me. Oh my goodness, gosh! I uh, outflank him. How do you outflank a spider on a toilet seat or a base of a toilet? You can't flank means going closet. around to the back. You're in a broom closet in a welding shop, dude. I'd be going. I'm gonna pull a David. Here you go. I'd be going me, get me some oxygen and acetylene. I'd char that thing up. I'd have me some fricasseed spider. That's what I'd do. I'd be eating some spider. Hey, everybody, let, guess what? I made dinner in the bathroom, in the broom closet over here. <laughs> a place specifically designed for these emergencies. So there you go. Audra writes, Dear James, one day me and my brother were on our four-wheeler and dr- – oh, i got to read it because it's a run-on sentence. Here we go. <laughs> Dear James, me, one day, and my brother, we was on a four-wheeler, and we ran past the house with a huge fence with four or five dogs. So we drove by this fence, and the dogs were running to try to keep up with us inside of it. And then we got to the end of the fence. The dog was looking at us and ran into it, and then got up and did it again. Well, that's my story. And yes, I am a girl the one time. You are right, Audra. So four or five dogs. I, I always love that. This is the same girl that was four or five goats last time, I think. And uh, uh, so we don't know how many dogs there are, but four or five. But when they're all jumping around at the fence, you, you can't count them. I think um, there was four dogs and one was had two heads. Or maybe there was six dogs and one didn't have one. I don't know. I always count heads. <laughs> or I count eyes and divide by two. All right. Two or so, uh, we got a lot of middle school drama, if you can't tell. Two or so years ago, it was Father's Day. In our school, we celebrated in February. When is Father's Day in America? Do you know? Uh, Why would what, you? I don't you're the one in America. You guys and have, I believe it's the same day. Yeah. Yes, we do. And it's the same day. And I don't remember what it I is. I wasn't going to ask if you had Father's Day. I was going to ask if you guys actually do the parenting thing and have fathers. Shows what you know, dummy. Um, all right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're not dumb. Eggs. You're not dumb. Eggs. Not <laughs> we dumb. all come from eggs. <laughs> wow. Two or so years ago, it was Father's Day. In our school, we celebrated in February. And we have a huge celebration that catches all the dads off guard. That's what it does. Because that's not when Father's Day is. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, Surprise. When have you ever seen a school make a big deal out of out of Father's Day? They have a dance and everything. It's like homecoming. <laughs> We're going to beat y'all on Father's Day. Father's Day prom. Will you go with me to prom, Dad? Sure, son. Father's Day prom. It's formal. I'm, who, put, who puts the corsage on who? Is it the son on the father or the father? They get matching so cummerbunds. That's that's the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was there, and I was going around with my friends, playing the games and looking around, minding my own business. Apparently, they have a full-on carnival. They have a fair. And what kind of carnival vehicles. do you have for Father's Day? <laughs> I want to live where this person lives. They apparently make a big deal out of being you, a dad. You, hit your thumb, you have, a, have a game where you hit your thumb with a hammer and try not to swear. That's one of them. Um, <laughs> They have one where you, you pin pin the tail on the dad or pin the tie on the dad, the bad tie for Father's Day. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Comb over. You try to squirt yeah, you get the comb the over get... with a with a water gun, make the hair fall down. I don't know. You get the one where you try to you try to see which notch on the belt you can actually reach before <laughs> <laughs> That's the strength thing, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. But uh yeah. Um 
so anyway, I was minding my own business. So then I was going up the stairs. A huge group of girls grabbed me and told me to go with them. Me being shocked and weirded out and a middle schooler, I started yelling, let me go. I then broke free after a long time of struggling and started to run as fast as I can. Later that week, my mom was told by her friend about that incident and that they were just bringing me to a reunion in our old school that was nearby. I felt embarrassed and thought it was kind of funny. Hope you love this story. You guys rock. Keep up the good work, DJ. DJ, let me just say this before Trevor gets going. And that's this. (laughs) Anytime a group of girls comes and tries to take you somewhere, do not resist. You fool. You fool. No. I no, never had a group go. of girls try to take me anywhere in middle school. I, I had maybe one girl, and I think her name was Melanie Donnelly. It was a very cool, very cool name. And all she did was hit me. That's the only thing. She, and she loved me to death. But all she did was beat the poop out of me. And I hate her because she had zit face. But anyway, Melanie oh, Donnelly, if you're out there, I'm sure you're hot now. I bet you are. Uh, not making it better. Not making it better. No. It's not. And now we go to a break. <laughs> She's a hot girl with huge acne scars. Yeah, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, um, you might hear Trevor say this. Oh, I was waiting for a sound effect. <laughs> More when we continue. Hi, this is James. And this is Jen. I'm the geek. And I'm the nerd. And we do a little podcast called... Geek Loves Nerd. At geeklovesnerd.com. It's about our life and our kids and our marriage. And the end of it. Is that coming soon? Um, You probably hope so, but I'd, I really would like to stay if you'd let me. Anyway, if you like hearing other people's business without actually having to know them, then you can listen to us every week at geeklovesnerd.com or look us up in iTunes. I think iTunes is rad. <laughs> Featured story. All right, we're back, and uh, it's time for a featured story. It's actually a series of featured stories in the spirit of telling middle school stories. I'm going to share some stuff, and Trevor, you're more than welcome to jump in, too. Just a smathering, a brief smathering of uh, elementary school stories. A smathering? A smathering. A smackerel. If you're poo, if you're poo bear people, if you're smackerel. yeah, yeah. smackerel of honey. Um, I went to school uh, in Pina States Elementary School in Jacksonville, Florida, the north side of Jacksonville. Lived not too far down the street too. Um, if you went through there right now, you'd say, okay, this isn't inner city, but it's pretty darn close. And it was, you know, it wasn't a very nice neighborhood. It was nicer then than it is now. Probably it's a lot more rental stuff, but. Uh, it was still a neighborhood you could walk to school, you know, in. And um, hmm. it was pretty nice. It's a pretty nice school. Uh, not really. But Pine <laughs> States, it, it was just one of those little buildings. And um, I went there, I want to say probably first, second. And then there was some homeschool stuff and some private school stuff. And then they stuck me back in there. And, I don't know. It was a weird thing. But uh, – it, it it was pretty decent, pretty decent school. Here's my point. I um I I was a poor kid in a probably middle class neighborhood and I never had anything cool. And then my mom was also um a little bit what the Christian people would call legalistic, where she thought everything was of the devil. And so uh. yeah, and, and, and so I wore I wore clothing that belonged formerly to other people a lot. And um, and then also 
uh, I wasn't allowed to do Halloween and color pictures that had ghosts on them or anything like that. Okay. So there's your foundation. There's your foundation. Uh, so anytime I got a chance to do something cool or out of the ordinary, um, I did. And if I couldn't, I just fronted like I could. So here we go. Enough, enough beating around the bush. Uh, I, my mom came home and she was so excited because she'd got me a brand new, some brand new clothes. And I was like, brand new. Wow. No, not brand new. Brand new to you. Um, I, I, and I, long story short, I got a t-shirt. Um, I'd never seen tie dye before. I wasn't exactly thrilled with it. Um, and not only was it a tie dye shirt, very loud. It was also a tie dye Snoopy shirt with Snoopy surfing on some of the tie dye. So wow. I guess I would be pretty impressed with it if were I to see it today, but I was very horrified. And I don't ever remember caring about what I looked like in public until the day I got the Snoopy tie-dye surfing shirt. It was terrible. Um, luckily, it was it was fall, and it was probably in the lower 80s, and so I, I got to wear a jacket. And, yeah, it's Florida, dude. Everything's Did relative. you say lower 80s? Yeah, it probably was. I make I even make fun of myself now that I live in the Midwest. I mean, I was out there in a coat, and it was probably 40 degrees, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so cold. So, yeah, I had a coat on, and I got to school, and I decided I was not taking that coat off all day, even though it was hotter than Hades. And um, my teacher would ask me to take it off, and I said no. And um, first time I'd ever said no to anybody in my school uh, ever, because t- especially grownups. Well, she said, you have to take it off. I was like, dang. I didn't say that, though, because that was a bad word. But was a bad word in, in elementary school, if you recall. But I put the jacket up, and nobody laughed. Nobody laughed. Matter of fact, most people liked the shirt, but I was still ashamed. I didn't let their opinions of, of my shirt change my opinion about the shirt. No, I, I waited for later on in my life, uh, maybe a few months later, maybe the next day. I don't recall. But I was sitting in my desk. And I had uh, – we were doing a project and we were gluing stuff to other things. And the teacher said, when you're done gluing all these things together for your project – I don't remember what the project was. I just remember cutting and pasting was involved. When you get done, um, take your project to the back and let it dry. I do recall that I was wearing, wearing very short shorts. Um, that was not out of the ordinary in the 80s. There were no other kind of shorts. There was either pants or shorts. There was no long shorts. That didn't come until the later 80s in like junior high when the surfing thing and skating thing started up. Um, anyway, so I got up and I – and because I, I was done faster than everybody else. I was so dang creative and so fun and so cool and so talented. And I jumped up and I proudly carried my stuff to the back. And that's when I noticed people were laughing at me. Laughing, oh, no. laughing, laughing, laughing. And, and and though before with my Snoopy shirt, I did not care what other people thought in a positive way. I definitely thought – cared about what they thought in a negative way and I turned around and I noticed that for some reason somehow some way I had managed to take a long strip of construction paper and affix it to my dairy air with some of that paste not on purpose if I'd done it on purpose it would have been mighty fine but I did it on accident and I ripped it off threw it down so it could dry next to my project apparently and ran back <laughs> to my seat covered my hand put my head in my hair in my hands and uh and cried for the rest of the uh class and the in uh, and the class teacher the teacher of the class she uh she reprimanded everybody and it was great so there you don't, go don't don't laugh at poor james and his and his glued on tail yeah he's he's the poor kid don't laugh at him so yeah um Another time I was like um, – I'd been saving up 
for, I don't know why, I don't even know if Hershey does this anymore, but if you ate enough cocoa powder um, and you sent it in um, some uh, what it, proof of purchases, mm. uh, they had a deal where you could get a Hershey backpack. It was so rad. It was it was a messenger bag. I know that now, but at the time it was just a backpack, uh, or as my daughter calls it, a pack pack. And um, I had never done this before. I'd never had the you know the the skills. Um, the what is it? What what's the word I'm looking for? The discernment. No, the discipline enough to save up for anything at all. You didn't have you didn't have the discipline to sit there and eat cans of cocoa. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know how we got it, but I can't imagine. I don't even know why we had a name brand anything in the house. So this is a kind of an enigma. But I I eventually saved up enough, and I sent in for my backpack, and it came. And I was so proud because I was the poor kid, and finally I had something with a name brand on it. It was a brown uh, bag, and it had silver writing on it. Actually, I think it was white, and it had a strap, and it was very cool. And um, I put my bag, my books in it, and I went to school. And I was about to show it off to some people. And the strap broke. I mean, oh. before even I got to class, the strap broke. And no big deal. I thought it was pretty cool. It's still affixed on one side. I will drag it around. And so I did. <laughs> I drug it on the ground. <laughs> and I was telling people, this is my Hershey backpack. It's so awesome. And I was dragging it around on the ground. I was like, hey, I don't want to carry this heavy stuff anyway. You know, I don't even know what a elementary schooler would put in a bag. But uh, there was a book in there. Cause, or Oh, no. There was a trapper keeper. A wannabe trapper keeper something because i didn't have a real one i didn't have the one with the velcro folded over i had like a wannabe trapper keeper where, where i kind of made a flap out of it came cardboard. with a shoelace that you just tied it together <laughs> yeah a rubber band to go around it basically <laughs> so um anyway yeah it didn't it had metal rings that did not have the cool plastic rings that slid apart that was again junior high age but anyway so long story short i get uh get to walking home figure i'm gonna about halfway home, I figure I better pick up this bag, and and, and you know that way mom won't see me because I knew that wasn't gonna fly. I needed to dust it off a little bit because I'd been dusting yeah. the floors. But to my chagrin, um, my backpack had been eaten through <sighs> where my book was, and I don't know what else I ex- imagined, but I did learn an important lesson about friction <laughs> that day. It not only ate through my bag on the corners where the book was touching, it ate through the corners of the book. So my my uh, bragging rights were stolen from me before I even had a chance. And I never, never took the Hershey backpack back to school again. So oh. notice, notice there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, <laughs> all my stories are horrible. They're so horrible. They're funny. You either laugh or cry, but that's my life. Yeah. That was my life. I can't, I can't make it funny if it's not funny. I'm trying. So here we go. I see. <laughs> and, and, uh, I- what? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say if you if you want me to throw in a sad and a sad and pathetic <laughs> school story, I could. Okay, go for it. Back when I was in, uh, I I can't remember what grade I was in, but it was in it was in um, elementary school. I had um, like I was a small child, and I I got picked on by Aww. a few different people, and there was this one guy who was always bullying me, always bullying me, and to me, like, this guy was huge, because, I mean, I was just this tiny little kid, I don't even know what I, what grade he was in compared to me, so one day, for some reason, there's one path from my elementary school to my house, I mean, there was, I was young, I mean, I'm sure there's many other paths <laughs> that you could take, but I had one set path, and Since that's I had, had no wings, home. I had to walk it. <laughs> 
So I, I'm walking home, and for some reason, him and his buddies had decided to stay. Like we're sitting there, just t- uh, talking on the side of the road on my path. So now I can't go home uh, because I can't get past them because I'm. I figure they're going to beat me up. Yeah. So I go back to the school and I call my dad up and. You know, and he comes and gets me and he drives me home and, and, you know, and as being the father, it's like, you know, we're going to deal with this right now. We're going to go and, you know, take care of this. It's like, and I'm, well, I'm, I'm crying like a baby because like, I don't want to go see him. You know, this is so embarrassing to me. So my dad dra- drives me up to Buddy's house and I'm in the back of um, of the van. So he walks, walks up to the door and knocks on the door and, and, you know, calls it, you know, your son's been bullying me, my son and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and it's like, well, okay, well, let's, let's take care of this. You know, the, the parents on the other side and they send out, you know, their, they send out their son, you know, who's probably a comparable age to me, maybe a year older type thing and send him out and you go apologize. And he, and this guy comes out and walks out and looks in the van and looks at me. It's like, I don't know him. <laughs> so he walks back in and then out comes the younger brother. <laughs> who was apparently several years younger than me. And it was this guy. So, I mean, they had picked the guy who was the same age as me. You know, this must be the guy bullying your son. No, no, no. It's his younger brother who was bullying me that I didn't stand up to. (laughs) Yeah, that was probably the most embarrassing moment of my elementary life. (laughs) Your dad's like, come on, son. Never mind, y'all. Never mind. Like, like really? That guy? Oh, I, I'm I, sorry. I can't even look at you. Sorry for bothering you, sir. Young man, you just keep beating the crap out of my son. You just <laughs> keep it up. Somehow. Yeah, we got to work on toughening him up. Yeah, I'm letting him sleep in the backyard with the Eskimos, but that's apparently not doing it. So, and 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 you tell your older brother he can he can light into him too if he'd like. Yeah, I did the same thing, but it's a junior high story, so I can't tell it. But ah, uh, ah, uh, so I will wait. I will wait. Oh. Say, this is your show. It's your rules. You can yeah. do what you want. No, I, my rules say I have to wait for the middle school show. So, um, no, uh, food in, in elementary school has always been fun. And, and the little rules that you have while you're eating it. There, there are rules about the lunchroom. And one of the rules, apparently, that we made up, because there was this ugly girl. And, and I don't know that she was even that ugly. But she wore, you know... Little House on the Prairie type dresses and her hair was kind of disheveled and she was the ugly girl and everybody hated her. And if you hated somebody, you could say that they liked her. And of course, everybody hated me. So I was always the one that liked her. But um, one of the rules was if her feet were on the floor, then then your feet had to be up off the floor on the on the rail underneath the table. And (laughs) otherwise, you loved her and you were going to marry her. And so Uh we'd eat. With this horrid, you know, just glaring stare, looking through people, uh, x-ray vision and all, to watch this poor girl's feet. And she had no clue. And her feet would be up, and so we'd put our feet down. Oh, man. Oh, look at that idiot over there. He loves her. He's going to marry her. You know, he's in third grade. He's already got it. We've already betrothed him. How do you say that word? Anyway. And then, of course, the feet would come up or down. They would go down and, and blah, blah, blah. And it was really cool. Um, and uh, I, I said all that to say this. I was watching this girl, uh, her feet, and making sure that I was not going to be marrying her. Because I had plans. I had plans. And they did not include marriage. Girls were gross. By God. They did not include getting married to ugly girl. No. No. If I was going to have to marry a girl, it was not going to be her. So uh, I wasn't watching what I was eating. 
And uh, luckily, something happened. And I don't know. I just I, I I don't have many brushes with the Almighty, where I would say that he moved. Um, but maybe maybe that's what this was because suddenly I broke um, from my from my staring vigil and I looked down and I had pierced a caterpillar through oh. my fork. I was eating lettuce. And um, I think it was a caterp- caterpillar. It may have been some other sort of worm-like creature with legs. But uh, oh. all I know is I raised my hand, got the uh, library aide's uh, attention, and uh, I did not get a replacement salad. They just took the leaf away and the fork and gave me a new fork. And I did not eat the rest of my salad. But yeah, you know, all these stories you hear about people with gross food and blah, 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 it's all crap. I have a real story. And... I had a I had a worm or something in my lettuce, and I, I was going to have to marry an ugly girl, and I was going to eat a worm. It's gross. You say, we'll we'll take we'll take away the leaf that the that the caterpillar is on. We'll give you your fresh fork. You can have the rest of your salad. It's like, yeah. you know, uh, he he crawled on them too. <laughs> yeah, he was all he pooped on them. That's the thing. Yeah, when you eat a worm, you eat his poop too. And I was aware of that. I didn't want to eat his his poop. I didn't want to eat his leg touchings on my on my <laughs> leaves. It was gross. Leg so, touchings. Yeah, leg touchings. Because he had been crawling around in that lettuce for a while, and he probably had friends and brothers and sisters and stuff. Some butterfly got in there, and and did some stuff in the lettuce and made some little caterpillars, and it wasn't cool. So I don't and want anything to do with any of that. Yeah, gross. And you swallowed the eggs, and now the eggs are growing in your belly. That was and in, you're gonna have. That was in third grade. You know, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Um, okay, so in that same in that same area, in that same world, um, I was in line because that's what you do after you dump your tray. You stand in line at a certain little spot, and there was and the older kids come in and eat, and they make fun of you from chairs and tables as they as they eat. And one such girl was a neighbor of mine, and her name was Ann Meadows. Nan Meadows was was an LBB if there ever was one. She was the rich kid that lived four doors down. And she had a pool, she had Smurfs, like all of them, and um, and we'd play Smurf games at her house. It was cool. She had a tree in the backyard that that we called the dollar bill tree because the leaves were about the size of a dollar bill. It was cool. Yeah, but if she was if she was an LBB, she's letting you play with her. She so she, she was fun play. and great at at her house, but let us get around her people that were her age because she was a little bit older than us um, and she treated us like garbage and that's why she was an LBB she uh, is like she was kind of like a dude that likes fat girls but doesn't want to go out in public with them you know they did a CSI episode wow. about that but anyway so she was making fun of me and doing all this stuff well I had found out that about the bird about shooting the bird you know the bird the yeah. bird finger the bad okay. finger you know I don't know what y'all call it in Canada but we call I called it the bird back then the bad finger the bird finger the middle finger and um i didn't know how to do it properly i just knew that if you put all the fingers down all the way and put up your middle finger um it would be offensive i had no idea what it meant i was in third grade for the love i just basically wanted a symbol of my loathing of her a playful one i did not know that this was the wrong one but i (laughs) I didn't playful as you intended yeah but i went ahead since i knew that it was kind of bad i blocked it and and that was another one of those rules. If you put your hand in front of it and blocked it, it wasn't as offensive somehow or another. I don't know the logic. That's why you can't <laughs> trust yourself. But I put my hand. So imagine the bird finger, the bad finger, pointing at somebody, not up in the air, at them, and then a hand in front of it blocking it. 
And so that's what I did to her. Well, she told on me, the little LBB, she told on me to the teacher aide or the, the, the lunch lady aide or whatever she was, the lady that got the short stick that morning and had to watch all the brat kids. Yeah, the um, is over. <laughs> and I got in trouble. I got sent to the office. So I guess all the times I told you I never got to the office, that was a lie because there was this one. I forgot about it. Blocked it out. Well, they daggum called my mom and they called my brand new stepdad and they came down to um to the to the place and they and and they told my mom and stepdad apparently on my record they said do not spank this boy called parents and let us do it we enjoy it we would love to come down <laughs> we will take time off take a sick day personal day whatever we got to do to tear this boy up and they did they both showed up and uh, as, ma- as, ma- as a matter of fact please make things up so that we can come and punish oh this boy oh my gosh child. well they took they sent me back to my to my you know class and you know i i was just miserable and then they call me out. You know, the one time my mom and dad show interest in, in my schooling and my teacher. You know, I don't go to no PTA meetings or any of that, teacher planning meetings, whatever. They show up and take me out in the hallway, and they're meeting and greeting. And dadgummit, if they didn't whoop me right there in the hallway over this. I told them as, as the belt was coming back up in the air, I said, I blocked it. I blocked it. They didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I think I even, you know, I don't know. He might have said block this as he proceeded to whoop me. So I don't know how many licks I got, but it was horrifying. And then they sent me back into my room. And not, you know, not only am I the poor kid, uh, I'm the poor kid that gets whoopings and gets sent right back to cry yet again in my class. So there you go. My wow. la- my last story, and we got to go because it's like we're almost we're just almost out of time. I had a lot of good stories to read too, but. My last story is this one, and I think I told it a couple years ago, but it bears repeating. Poor kid with a legalistic mom, and uh, it was Halloween time, and everybody got to wear their costumes, the plastic costumes. Back then, Mm. I don't know if they still do that now. It was basically a parka with printing on it, you know, and a plastic mask with nose holes and a mouth hole and two Mm -hmm. eyes and and a, a little rubber band with some staple you know, affixed to each corner that would come off in an instant. Well, that was wealthy people stuff, apparently, because I couldn't have one. I couldn't afford one. I never had one. And so all these other kids are getting out of their cars. My mom dropped me off that day for some reason. I get out of the car and I immediately run back in. Mom, it's Halloween. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's got costumes. I don't have anything. Go inside. We don't celebrate that holiday. So I did. I was sad. But I thought of a plan. Like I said, if I couldn't have it, I could front like it. And everybody's mm-hmm. got the costumes and they're talking, well, what are you? You know, I'm this, I'm a Smurf, I'm this, I'm that. And uh, what are you, James? I am Charlie Brown. I'm Charlie Brown because I had a shirt and pants and shorts on, you know. And no, you're not. No, you're not because it was not a yellow shirt with a you know a black zigzag on it. But I had swore I had seen Charlie Brown wearing a red shirt at one point or another. Maybe it was when he was in the fall weather and he had the hat with the fold-up sides and a and a jacket on. But yeah, that would um, be the the red jacket. Nobody yeah, no, shirt. Nobody yeah. bought it at all. And uh, but just then somebody walked in with a I don't know maybe an, a, a Woodstock outfit on, and so that stole the show. And I was able to uh, to drift off into nothingness. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed that, folks. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> depressing, but I think it's I, hilarious. I want to cry. Oh, my gosh. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Let me read a couple things real quick so we can get out of here. Uh, Dear Jorms and Trover, 
I was listening to the recent episodes of your podcast where you were complaining about people whose ar- accents cause them to add R's their words. Being worn of these purple, I took torque great or farts at this. I'm very disappointed in you, and I will not be listening to your show any longer, Coach Z. So... When I first got this, it said I was very offended at your last show, and I thought it was for real. I was like, oh, gosh. I even put off reading it for a couple of hours, and then I opened it up, and it was Coach Z from Homestar Runner. So uh, are you familiar with that character? Uh, vaguely. Okay. Wow. Only because he sounds like JoJo. <laughs> no. No, Homestar is. I was talking about Coach Z. Coach Z is kind of a ultra-Canadian dude or something. He's like, hardy, 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 Yeah. So, I don't know. Hey, guys, it's Julian, and I thought I'd send, set the record straight for what my story was about last week. We are not disgusting hermits that like to dwell in houses stuffed with vermin. The tent- well, see, no, see, that's wrong right there. See, hermits don't dwell in houses. There you see, go. Hermits, they dwell in caves. Uh, so. The tenting was more an inspection on the property to be sure that we didn't have vermin that we were unaware of before we tried to sell the house. I'm sorry, that's still odd. I don't mean to offend you, but I don't ever <laughs> recall ever tenting anything at all. As long as I'm writing, I may as well give you a continuation of the story. When we were returning to our house after spending roughly, spending roughly a week in a hotel, we were surprised to see that the tent was still in our house. My parents had told the exterminators to have it off in a week, but it seemed they were still having trouble following directions. We phoned them yet again, and they apologized for the snake and told us they would be back tomorrow to remove the tent. Since we had just run out of clean clothes that day, and most of the stores nearby were closing for the three-day weekend, it was Memorial Day, we were in a bit of a tough spot. So we were forced to find a laundromat, which were practically non-existent in our part of Southern California. Uh, When we finally did find one, we were able to get some clean clothes, check into another hotel, and put the entire mess behind us. At least we found out there were no vermin in our house. How do you know? Well, it, they see, went on a little weekend camping trip, the vermin did. Ex- exterminators don't come and look for vermin. Exterminators come and kill vermin. Yes. yes. So, Hey, James and Trevor, I just thought of a great story. I had to share it with you. Me and my friends share a condition called juvenile arthritis. And uh, every couple of month we, months, we have to go in for injections to help with the pain. This fits right in with all my sad stories. Uh, last <laughs> This isn't funny. <laughs> Last time we went in, my friend came up with an idea to write jokes and insults all over the joints that they were going to be injecting. She knew her doctor would get a kick out of it because he had been her doctor for five years. However, just after they put her under for the injections, another doctor came into the room and said he would be replacing a regular doctor <laughs> for the time being. When he's all done, he comes out of the room, runs straight up to me and says, those insults were not meant for me, right? I gulped and said no. They were for the other doctor. When my friend got out of the room, she asked how our jokes had gone over. Just then, the doctor that had done the procedure came into the room looking extremely mad and told her what happened. She freaked out and began explaining what she had meant and who she would meant it for. Uh, He then began to laugh and told her he really appreciated the nose picker one. (laughs) My friend has sworn off ever doing something like that again. Oh, I just wanted to respond to the story in the last podcast about the guy getting some tough ship for Christmas. I got some really tough ship for Christmas, too. It was fossilized turtle poop. Thanks so much for the fun. I'm sorry if it was too long. Dana. 
fossilized turtle poop. All right. Wow. Now that nothing says Christmas like fossilized turtle poop. Well, if you if you know a child, ladies and gentlemen, that has uh, arthritis, juvenile arthritis, the perfect gift, the gift that says we love you, is apparently dried up uh, turtle turds. So Tur- yeah, uh, turtle. I, I I can't think of a better way to say I love you. Here's poop. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, folks. I guess that's the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We love you, too. Uh, Anyway, uh, make sure you guys uh, check us out online, nlcast.com. Check out the webcomic updated twice weekly. Give us a call at 816-298-0823. Email us at nobodyslisteningtous at gmail.com. Leave an iTunes review if you haven't yet. And those of you in Canada, you owe us one, okay? Tell a friend. Yeah, do it. Sponsor a show. Join the forums. Uh, all the fun stuff that we have to do. Uh, it's all at NLCast.com. Check it out. Thanks to our sponsors, contributors, our spouses, and everyone who listens. We appreciate it. And until next week, um, let me think of a cool way to do this. Uh, Trevor will say something like this. <laughs> Nobody would hear anything he said anyway because nobody's Nobody's listening. listening. Uh, And now I have to go put some pants on. Help us, Jesus. Help erase the memory of this out of my mind. Amen. Save me. Save me from the pantsless Canadian. (laughs) 